It's 90.3 KEXP, where the music matters. Damien, a dramatic entrance. Yeah, very timely. Seconds before we go live. Yeah. How are you this morning? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. We've been in many uh, different places, doing many different things over the years. We have, actually, yeah. And this is something a little new. Um, This is new. Yeah, we heard that, that... that this new record was coming out on this date and yep. you're doing a lot of special stuff around the country yep. with, with mm-hmm. fans and with mm-hmm. the new record. Mm-hmm. So we thought, how can we top all of that? Right. Have a listening party in the studio. Live on KXP. the air. Yes. Live on the air. And throw it on YouTube, throw it on Facebook. Yeah. Live on the air. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You're going to play a couple of songs from the record later, mm-hmm. but we're going to debut a few of them and we want to, we want to get right into it if you're cool with that. Perfect. Yeah. And we're going to open up with the very first track, Allocate, yep. here on Listener Powered KEXP. We're live from our performance space. I arrived at 
90.3 FM, KEXP Seattle, Damien Dorado's brand new record. We just love it. And uh, that one was called Dear Thomas Wolf." You also heard Allocate as well. And a couple of the fir- the opening two tracks to the new album. Damien Dorado is joining us here in our performance space. We have a room full of donors as well. And uh, streaming this live on Facebook and YouTube and uh, 90.3 and KEXP.org. And Damien, uh, you were telling us here a little bit during that song, uh, the recording process. I think it's fascinating how this record came to be. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, the, the process of recording this? Yeah, I was just telling the audience. Um, by the way, when you say donors, I always think blood donors. I always think like <laughs> they did give every blood time. to be here. Yeah, it's like you're all here to give blood. Just <laughs> FYI. Um, <clears throat> but uh, no, I was telling the audience that um, when when I went into this record, I had really no set idea. Of, I just had a bunch of songs and. Um, when I went to record this record, it started out just as an, ac- an acoustic album, mm-hmm. and that was my original plan. But when we record the 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 acoustic and the vocals together, sort of like how you'll see today, um, it looks just like this, almost the same thing. And I sit down and I just play the songs back to back, and there's not much stopping. And um, we may stop a song to like do a quick tuning, but that's really it. We're like kind of going one on top of the other, and it was all first first takes. And um, so within like 40, 45 minutes, we were done with the album, and we still had like two and a half days left. <laughs> so, um, and my original plan was to start the record in California and then finish it up in Seattle. But I liked the studio so much, I was like, let's just, we have all this time, let's just finish it here. And uh, so we did. And then all the players that you hear, all came in. We did we did um, horns, strings, and choir, um, vocal choir in the same day, from like ten in the morning to six in the evening. It was really fast. So you were pretty happy with the record even before the strings came in and everything else. You could have walked with that. That must yeah. be a nice place to be when you're adding instrumentation to the songs. Yeah, yeah. If, for me, I was I was really happy. I was really happy with the takes. Um, but there's a there's also this element of the record that was very uncomfortable because um, personally in my in my personal life I was kind of in a, I was in I was in pretty bad space when I record when I record this record um, and it really comes across on certain songs I think I hear it vocally um, so for me it was like okay but so hearing hearing this like you know, bare track come back with just acoustic guitar and vocals. It was too vulnerable for me. Um, I wasn't ready to go to give the world uh, that yet. So I had to just, you know, shine it up, but make it more sad, shiny, I think so. Well, now you have these songs to play. And I, you know, I just saw the, uh, I don't know if you've seen the new Elvis Presley documentary. It's really, really good. I think it's on HBO. And and I just actually saw some of it yesterday. And he, they showed him recording uh, Hunk of Burning Love and he could not get in to the lyrics because he just couldn't feel that song. But because his life was kind of falling apart, he was in a really bad place. Then he goes to record later the song Hurt. And he just belts it out and he feels yeah. it. As an artist, when you go back to those sadder songs, when you're in a bad place, is it yeah. hard to perform those and vice versa? Um, it's a little hard for me. Um, I'm in a much far better, I mean, I'm, I'm much healthier now. Um, so 
for me to go back and play that the material on this album uh revisit it it's it's a, it's a matter of perspective a way of looking at it because you can look at it like I'm going back and I'm reliving this past or this hurtful situation. Or you look back and say like, no, I'm not there anymore. Thank God, you know, I'm not there anymore. So it's for me, it's the latter. It's just like, I don't have to be there anymore. And to, to relive it over and over again. The album, The Horizon Just Laughed, you know, I don't often ask about titles, but that is such a powerful title. Thanks. Can you, can you tell me where it came from? So, yeah, this is kind of a, it's kind of a weird uh, thing. Uh, I was on a flight from from uh, Seattle to Amsterdam to start a tour. And I, ha- I had this habit of, well, I like window seats. By the way, if you sit next to a window seat and you open your window, I think you're weird because you're paying thousands of dollars to just have an awesome view. So that's just me. <laughs> I'm an aisle guy, so I don't... I'm yeah, you're clock. weird. I get, yeah. So yeah. I like the window seat. <laughs> so I'm looking out the window and it was, it was midday. And I, have this, I always had this habit of like, you know, when you fly, you know, over this downtown area, depending on which way direction you're going, I always have this habit of locking eyes with the downtown skyline, um, whether it be Seattle or Tacoma. And you'd, oh, the, the plane would just sort of turn and you just sort of see the horizon just disappear. And it's, I, I found myself like already, you know, I can't wait to come back. But this, all of this simultaneous feeling of like the horizon laughing at me, like you fool, like <laughs> we're not going anywhere, you know, kind of a thing. Um, so I just thought, yeah, I just pictured the horizon laughing at me and I just, I took note of it. The horizon just laughed and that was like, the horizon just laughed. I made note of that. And that was long before I wrote, I wrote the title or even the songs of this album. That's kind of a perfect description kind of weird i know yeah. i like it it'd be weirder if i said i really like the middle seat that would be weird <laughs> yeah that looks <laughs> like when i'm on a plane i love to be in the middle seat yeah just yeah just just and just to sit next to those two people right <laughs> well you know what's even weirder is that like i'm like i'm also kind of so i want a window seat yeah. but i'm also the kind of person that's on the on the international flights that doesn't do anything <laughs> what do you mean you just like i just sit there like this <laughs> you're that guy <laughs> Sometimes I'll watch the map, but I don't watch movies. I don't read. And if it's just like dark outside, you yeah. know, like you're over Greenland, it's like dark. Sure. I'll just stare into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm the weird one. Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna, yeah, something's glad wrong you with said me. that about me. Damien Dorado, weird dude here in the studios <laughs> with a great new record. <laughs> you know, all artists are a little eccentric, Damien. A little it's weird. Okay. Uh, the Horizon Just Laughed is a new record. It's out today. Congratulations. Thank you. And we want to hear some more songs from it. Can you set up uh, the next song, Percy Faith? Percy Faith, yeah. So um, this this song, uh, you know who Percy Faith is? The arranger, Percy, pop yeah. arranger? Yep. Okay. Percy Faith, there's a lot of name, name, name dropping in this song. The gist of this album is basically uh, a protagonist, me, there's me from from like long past life ago, um, who gets stuck on a, on a plane, looking out the window, no, uh, who gets stuck <laughs> on the plane, and uh, he keeps landing in the wrong era. And um, in this in this in this case in this song, he lands in Seattle, and um, modern day, and he's already noticing that the radio is different, uh, people dress different. Um, he it's just it's just it's kind of a, there's lots of symbolism symbolism about like never 
landing on a, on a place that feels like home or, or a place that you're familiar, you're familiar with. Um, that's kind of the gist of the song. There's a lot more to it, but that's basically it. And all he's right. addressing all these people in the, in the song. Well, let's hear it live here on Listener Powered KEXP. Mr. Percy Faith is your masterpiece complete I'm in dire need of curing this headache There are riots in the streets And we're still not on the moon And I hear that you've been taken from the airwaves Joseph Raymond Conn, if I am right here from Seattle Where they now have put a trademark on the rain And having just arrived, I am staying by the airport It was tough to find a room at the Hyatt Inn Disguises Bill Close taken hostage to Loretta. These are my demands. I'll be selling Arizona to the next potential buyer who comes in from the north in search of sand. But the people never look you in the eye And there is no need to talk In the sidewalks they walk for you I know everything and yet no one at all KEXP 90.3 FM and KEXP.org worldwide. It's a morning show. I'm John Richards here with Damian Gerardo. We are debuting a ton of new songs from the record. We're playing it beginning to end. You're going to play a couple of them live as well. Percy Faith there with uh, a line uh, in that song, Trademark on the Rain. And I was talking a little bit off mic here about your, uh, your one. Uh, you, Mark Lanigan has done this a bit too, but I think your view of the city uh, and the changing city and just things here in the great Northwest is really interesting because you've been here a few years and that trademark on the rain made me, yeah. made me smile. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been in, I've been a Washingtonian for close to 33 years now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we were just talking about that. It's, it's been such a change, you know, in the 
the early nineties, you know, after the, the grunge boom hit, I thought, wow, this is kind of wild. And all these bands are moving here. That's kind of cool. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, and then, but I'd never, I never, not just as a Washingtonian, but as a citizen of Seattle, never saw what present day is, you know, it's like, I never saw that coming. Yeah. Um, it's pretty weird. Yeah. So there's that line, that song where, you know, um, um, I'm writing from Seattle where they now put a trademark on the rain. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of funny a bit, you know, in the nineties, it was, uh, you know, it was just weird. Like, you know, Frazier sleeps in Seattle, blah, 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 singles, you know, the whole nine yards. And it was, there was something that was, I could say like, even back then I thought like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm very proud of, you mm-hmm. know, that. And I don't know if I could say that anymore. Unfortunately, I mean, just because of how things are now, not to get political at all, but I'm not doing that at all, but I'm just saying it's the infrastructure, everything, just how things have just rapidly changed in the city are just mind blowing. And it's not the change itself necessarily. No. It's, it's the type of change in some of the things. Yeah. 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 It's just jarring. It's a little yeah. jarring. If you're, if you've you know, grown up here, it's a bit jarring. You know? If you were, if you were to have left like Ballard five, maybe five years ago and you were to go back now, that would be more than jarring. Yeah, you know, definitely. That's a, that you wouldn't even recognize it. No. And, and a lot of artists, you know, it, you don't hear talk of, of the change right now. I think you will. You're seeing more political songs. You're seeing more yeah, yeah. songs about, but you start to, you're starting to see it more. And your yeah. view of the, of the, of the Northwest has always been a good one and, and an yeah, interesting I mean, one. The, the, the theme of the Northwest runs runs very deep in this album. Um, Can you talk about the next one? Cause, the I mean, next one, The yeah. title is called Over Rainbows and Rainier. Yeah. Are we talking about the mountain or the beer? <laughs> the mountain. Okay, just checking. I knew that. Um, when I sing it to myself, <laughs> right. I'm right. over a rainbow and a rainier beer. And rainier, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're definitely over rainbows, uh, rainbows <laughs> on how much you drink. So, um, so uh, yeah, it, like a, yeah, it's a very it's a very Washington centric record. Um, it's also a very it's a very prophetic prophetic album. Um, I a year ago, you know. Um, where I start with this. So the song is basically about leaving Washington, mm-hmm. um, which I've done recently um, after living here as long as I have. Um, I'm now a citizen of California. Really? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, I haven't really told anybody. This is my announcement. This is my, this well, is my luckily party. there's my nobody party, listening or watching, so yeah. we're good. Um, and uh, so it's a very, it's a very, it's a bit of a prophetic album and I didn't know it at the time. And, and it was funny cause Josh, who was here today with me, was playing with me. He said to me not long ago, he's like, it's kind of wild. This is like your goodbye album. And I was like, wow, I think you're right. You know? Mm-hmm. And when he said that, it's when I started like picking apart the songs and, and for the first time really and looking at them lyrically and it's right. It's right. It was just, it's crazy prophetic. So the over rainbows and Rainier are sort of kind of the same thing where it's just the setup of, of me leaving, you know, um, there's a line in the song where I say, um, uh, I took the keys to the steeple and I waited at Armageddon to go down, you know, um, there's a lot you could say about that line, but the song itself, I'll say this also is that this is probably the most, um, 
vulnerable of the songs. In fact, then this song, we tracked this song. I, I, I debated whether I should track this song again because at the end of this song, um, I say a line where I say, um, I forgot I was human. And after I said that, <laughs> I start choking up. <laughs> it's really crazy. You know, it's like, um, I get choked up even now I'm talking about it. Um, so, and I was debating, I was like, you know, so I, I say this lid, say this line, I forgot I was human. And I start like trying not to cry, you know, and I got really choked up and, uh, you'll hear it in the song. And, uh, I was like, should I do that again? And the engineer was like, no, you're going to keep this. This is too good. You know? And I remember just feeling like really weird about it, you know? Yeah. It's very vulnerable to put that out there, let alone to keep it. It's still weird for me actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. actually still weird. Yeah. For me. Well, that's a perfect time to listen to it with 40, perfect. 40 of our best room friends full of people <laughs> staring at you. That's awesome. And live on YouTube yeah, and Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that's basically what the song is about. Yeah. Let's hear it. This is uh, one of our favorites over rainbows and Rainier with Damien Gerardo here on listener powered KEXP. The angel Moroni asleep in the cardboard with a newspaper under his arm. It seems I was late to deliver his car keys, so it looks like we are staying behind. With Lucifer bashful and hiding his face from the Lord. Dear Jesus, forgive me, I am only doing as I was told. For as it is written, I will soon one day face my own fire. And this world will go with me. If I can just get them all on my side And carry me Over rainbows and raining Carry me Over rainbows and raining I was late the parlor when the windy blew forward and demanded we get out of town. So me and Moroni took the keys to the steeple and awaited Armageddon to go down. Place your queens on the table who are weeping for your daughters. Who are waiting for this someday to return Every heart will be broken Prophetic poems spoken From the mouths of every baby to be born Carry me over rainbows and rainy Carry me over rainbows and rain. Let your cries be of joy, 
To the floor and carry me over rainbows and rainier and carry me over rainbows and rainier. Damien Gerardo live here on listener-powered KEXP. The album is uh, The Horizon Just Laughed. That's called Over Rainbows and Rainier. He has joined us in our performance space live on YouTube, our YouTube channel as well, on 90.3 and KEXP.org. That pause in that song, as you mentioned, yeah, makes pause. it even more powerful. I can yeah. see you pausing in my mind. I, I, yeah, it was, just, it was really heavy. It was really heavy. Um, yeah. You, you, you know, you were part of our Death and Music event. Thank you again for, oh, yeah, you're for doing that. It was... I think one of the more powerful nights of music I've ever been a part Thank of. You. And, and you've been more open and more vulnerable about the songs and, and your personal life and just the, your, your trials and tribulations over the years. And, and I've noticed that lately. Does, where's that come from? Does it, is it come from just, is it getting older? Is it, is it, you feeling more comfortable talking about that or, or, or you see it as a help to others? Cause it is a help to others when we do talk about this. Yeah. It's kind of, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I've I've pretty much been a <clears throat> a person who who uh, can't help but but wear his. I, I, I'll just say this: <clears throat> I don't hide my insanity well. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't hide my. Uh, I, I. It's funny because um, <clears throat> there was a time where I thought I had a, I had I had issues with vulnerability, and Tyron sounds that I don't. You know, um, because, uh, yeah, I've been in restaurants, I've had to leave and I've had, I've been on stage, you know, I've had breakdowns on stage and, um, I've been very, I have been very vocal about, uh, what's going on with me, you know, whether it would have been like, you know, uh, previous suicide attempts or, uh, depression or having panic disorder, things like that, you know, um, <clears throat> because honestly, because I don't, I don't hide it. Well, that's basically my thing. I don't, you know, it's not a matter of, I think, of age. Cause I didn't hide it well in my, in my teens. I didn't hide it well in my twenties. It's just that now I'm in a, I'm, in, I'm more in the public eye mm. now. Um, <clears throat> so, so yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Like, you know, I'm having a nervous breakdown, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but when you talk about it, there's power in that, and and this idea that you're not alone, and and thank you, yeah, that, yeah, I, it's important. It's, it's it's that night was really cool at the event because um, because for me, you know, uh, I feel like I'm depressing the entire audience and the 
and everybody on YouTube now. Um, but because you, you know, during those times, I very much do feel alone, you know, um, and that's the thing about depression and anxiety, things like that. And, you know, is that you do feel alone and then you get into a room full of people that are just like you. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, it's, that's very powerful. Well, that's the effect music has. It, 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 when they hear songs or when you hear, when I hear songs that, the, that's how I feel. I feel like yeah. I'm not alone because this artist is with me. Yeah. So it's nice when it can come the other way and the artist can feel a little less alone. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. This is 90.3 KEXP, Where the Music Matters. We're here with Damien Gerardo in a room full of our favorite listeners here to uh, talk about your new record. It's out today. Congratulations. Thank you. you. Uh, can you talk about the production of this album? Who is your producer? The, me. Yeah. I produced this. Is this the first record. time? Uh, this is my second attempt. Okay. My first attempt was my third record, Ghost of David. Um, but that was a really weird experimental record. Uh, I was good. I like that record actually a lot. But um, <clears throat> but no, this is actually my first studio album. Where Ghost of David was recorded in a in like a, a bedroom. This is recorded in a really nice professional studio. Um, I had done some previous production. Before with some local artists, Shelby Earl, mm-hmm. uh, Naomi Washira. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing some production stuff around here in the Northwest, so I knew I was capable of it. I just didn't know the extent. It, you know, producing someone else's records a lot different than doing your own. Um, when you when you finished those songs, you said you went through it the first time, first take. These are good. Do you question that because you're the producer too? Because there's not someone sitting there saying, "Are you glad there wasn't someone saying, yeah, Damien, you're going to want to do that again?" I mean, it- yeah, I'm actually glad about that. There were, I mean, the, again, "Over Rainbows and Rainier" was, was the only song where I said maybe I should do this over again. Um, that was that was really it. I mean, everything else was just I thought it was fine. I'm, I mean, this is kind of a good thing and kind of, a, I think maybe kind of a bad thing because I am one of these producers who just like, if I think it sounds fine, great, let's move on. I mean, Neil Young, Neil Young once said that, uh, once after the, after the second take you're it's, it's over. <laughs> and I was like, that's, I believe, I believe, I believe that actually, you know? So it's, that's kind of the, my motto what I go with. Even when I work with other artists, I tell them flat out, let's go, let's just try for the one or two. And if you can't do one or two, let's go to the next song. All right. We'll talk about this next one. I see another Washington state reference. It's literally in the title, correct? The last great Washington state. The last great Washington state. Yeah. Another another song about leaving. This is sort of like a a lyrical collage, if you will. Um, Again, it's another song where I'm talking to myself. Uh, This is a very personal record for me again i didn't know that it was at the time when i wrote it but it it is um there's a there's a few lines in this song where i'm talking directly to myself um and towards the end of the song there's this there's this line where i say uh what good is living if you can't write your ending you're always in doubt of the truth you're defend you're defending you're seeing yourself and others ideas um and I say, I'll write you from somewhere. I'll call you from later on. Um, and it's basically, I think it's like looking back now, and now that it's a year later, I can look at these lyrics now and say, I'm talking to me. Like, I don't have to um, live this way. I can take control of my life again and uh, do something about it. And uh, and I did. So 
This is Damien Dorado on KEXP. Never be sorry for the lack of response Your hand on my arm before we were lost The horizon just left to see us fall off Your face in a jar I constantly drive You have him now, but I'll have you later The phone is a gossip, the clock is a murder My time is her burden Your voice is a slumber How long have we been here? I can't quite remember my name I heard you paid is one who would throw me Away from your shoreline Into the galaxy Where moments are a fool Stars climb eternity Long after voids and handwritten destiny Long after voices returned from the telephone Cut out from color and leave everyone you know They'll let you down, I'll let you talk Into the sky that he keeps turning off like a light Praises fall short from the hands of the choir Who all stand in judgment and funerals pile Now that you're dead, they wait for the symphonies Conductors retire to the bed of our sympathy Losing our minds on yesterday's tragedy Are you surprised they're singing in harmony Floating the hallway I noticed the exit signs pointing the way out I knew they were on to us all along Your suitcase fits well in the room you are living in Quick to leave town, is it how you've imagined it? Alone with your ghost and the question mark Leaving you in deserts in search for the answers To all of the questions that lead to more questions Afraid to stand up or lose your salvation Stop and rewind, they all change the station The story hits home to close for their liking Stick to the script where your lovers are dying Bored and annoyed not even trying to turn us on And the building was on fire when I saw you step out Afraid of your ghosts and highly in doubt You knew all along, not even a cloud would ever withstand song from your mouth so they took all your scripts and the rain from your eyes they're cashing it in for 
passing ride to some other city you made up in your mind. They must mean you died to the hidden rewind. What good is living if you can't write your ending? You're always in doubt of the truths you're defending. Seeing yourself in others' ideas. I'll write you from summer and call you from later. I need a good time, you need a daydream. Helplessly helpless, I'm alive, can you hear me? Sleeping in motion, I love you, Washington State. Ninety point three KEXP here with Damien Dreddle. Damien, that might that, that might be my favorite song on the record. That thank you. I, so I had a copy of it ahead of time, and um, so to be ready, f- you know, for this and, and to know your record a little bit better, I've been driving around with it, and cool. man, it is it's a good car record. It is. Thank you. We're road tripping this weekend, and it's going to be what we listen to. It's, that's awesome. I can't say that. I, I can't say enough about this new new album. I. I, I, you know, I hate telling an artist who's put out so many great records, it might be your best. Cause Thank you. I don't want to take away from the others. But no, I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. It's one of your best albums, Damien. Thank you very much. All right. Damien has stepped a couple feet to our right here and picked up a guitar. And he's found somebody else with a guitar. Yeah. Suddenly has appeared. He just appeared. Could you introduce who's with you and, uh, and, ta- and introduce the next song you're going to play live? Yes. This is my friend Josh Gordon. Josh. And... Uh, he, uh, Josh owns the studio that we were recorded the record in. It's near our album you're listening to. Uh, it's called Sonic Wire Studios. How long have you been in that studio for now? About 18 years. 18 years. Where's it at? Irvine, California. Irvine, Irvine California. California, yeah. Um, so yeah, Josh is a very talented player. When we did, when we did this, when we did this album, Josh was in the studio and I did all the tracks and I just said, Hey, how about you play bass? He's like, uh, okay. So he just started playing bass and he played along to a song like that song, for instance, too. And I was like, that sounds great. Let's just keep that. He's like, whoa, what? You know, almost mortified. But the bass ended up being the, the bass ended up being my favorite part of the entire yeah, album. So anyways, so this is Josh Gordon. And um, so this, this song is called Cindy Lee. This is on the album. 
This is the shortest song on the album, by the way. It's like a, it's under a minute, I believe. I'll see you later, Cindy Lee, when we're done fighting the tide. The storm is a coming and we have nowhere to hide. Give my love to Mary, should you see her before we do. And send a bolt of lightning to me soon. Jealous is the dark that keeps me from you. That is a short song. That's a very short song. Nobody said songs have to be a certain length. No, they did not. They did not. There's but no rules. You know, it's kind of interesting because I was asked about that by a journalist about that song in particular. Uh-huh. They said, why is, this short, why is this song so short? I was like... Well, it's funny because my my in my background is in hardcore music, mm-hmm. so these are I grew up with records where the song was like here's twenty songs in five minutes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and so, believe it or not, those little things influenced me as I got older and started songwriting, you know, my own songwriting. And then I heard albums like you know Alien Lanes by Guided God, by Voices that has a ton of short songs. Yeah. So, but I didn't know of many acoustic artists that did short songs like that. So I gave it a try to see what, see what happened, and that's kind of what I came up with. Well, it's up to you to tell the story. If you yeah. told the story, you don't need to keep telling it. No. So it's told. And sometimes it takes 10 minutes to tell that story. I just think that's silly, especially being in radio. We've always found that to be odd. Really? That there's, well, that you're supposed to play three-minute songs. Like, some of these songs need to be ten minutes. Some yeah. of them need to be a minute. We guess have radio edits now, too, though. Yeah, yeah. But we wait for the non-radio edit. We get excited when those come in. Okay. <laughs> it's funny, because Josh and I were actually, during that last song, I was just saying to him, I was like, this song is long. He's like, yeah, this is like a long song. <laughs> and then you follow and it with a one-minute song. <laughs> it's a long song. All right, we have Damien Gerardo here in the studios of KEXP. It's live on the YouTube channel, KEXP.org, 90.3 FM. And uh, the new album is out today, The Horizon Just Laughed. And you're going to play another live version of one of those songs right now. Mm. This is 1973. Dear Mr. Charles Schultz, 1973 I'm feeding rolls of quarters in the paid television I'm trying to make sense of today Two missed connections in the Amtrak station Still days away from my final destination When I see the city lights I know we made the finish line My girl Lucy Wade to bend my knee But the diamond isn't shining I can barely make the payments On our telephone ring I took a second job Watching the clock change hands The servants disappointed in me I'm not committed to be a numbers man Brown 
I make the rent on time It's true I'm undecided And the season has expired I'll never be the man she desires And two missed connections in the Amtrak station I walked out the door without delay or hesitation Somebody shouted your name And I swear they yelled fire Charles, my best is not enough Today I'm finally giving up Oh Lucy, I love you My plane isn't landing They're telling me my phone is tired It's going down to the wire I'm collecting the rain I'll use it for payment To catch another downtown train Yeah. On the morning show, yeah. back over here, you can hang out there. Okay, if you want. it's up to there. you. Uh, Damien Drado is here with the new record. Their horizon just laughed. We will hear another song later, live. So do stay tuned for uh, for some more early morning live Damien Drado. But back to the recorded music. The horizon just laughed. The album that one called 1973. Speaking of the 70s, and and I told you I was driving around with this record. This really has a feeling of like a like 70s AM radio. Yeah. Does is that just is that me? Is it? Was no, it, no, the, no. It, it's uh, and I'm. Uh, I was talking to someone earlier that said the exact the exact same thing. Um, that to me is the highest compliment in the world for the, to me for this album because it is something that I was really trying to convey, not just sonically um, and musically, but also lyrically. Um, for me, it's it's saturated this album is saturated with nostalgia from my childhood um you know when i'm mentioning you know like uh comedians like alan sherman or composers like uh, arrangers like ray conniff and charles schultz who i address in this song and charles brown um charlie brown for those who don't <laughs> charlie brown <laughs> Charles Brown. Um, had to give him a formal a, a, name. Formal. Yeah, sure. I had to go formal yeah, on his yeah. name for this Mr. song, Snoopy, actually. Charles Brown. Sure. Yeah, I couldn't say yeah. Charlie Brown with yeah, the yeah. song. Totally. So, uh, so yeah. So in, in this album, I'm addressing a lot of these uh, people and characters that I grew up with. Um, uh, there's also an album title here, Marvin Kaplan, who was an actor on this show called Alice. I grew up watching. Um, yeah, it's 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 really it's 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 deep in nostalgia on this album. Is Marvin the cook in the? In no, the Marvin Mar- Marvin Kaplan plays a character named Henry um, Beesmeyer, who okay. was the phone the phone he was the phone company guy. Oh, okay, he was always in the diner. Got it. That's a little that's harder for me to remember than I just assumed it was a guy in the white. Mel 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 Steiner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Mel Sharples. <laughs> so you've set up this song, so we don't need. Yeah, to, right? but well, it, it's funny because when I was writing this, when I was when I was writing this this album, um, it could be a little bit of backstory. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was doing this album, I was out of my mind. That's number one. <laughs> um, number two, I did this thing where I just decided I'm going to kind of go off the grid, and I didn't stream anything. I got rid of my my iPhone. Got rid of 
I had no cable. You know, I got a landline. Um, and I was watching a lot of TV during this time uh, of shows that I grew up with, like Alice and WKRP in Cincinnati, things like that, shows like that. And, uh, and I was just writing these songs one after the other. Um, and, but when you're just living in this world of your childhood and the shows you grew up with, you kind of go out in the outside world, you sort of feel like an alien. And that was, that is actually a very important for me because in the character and this, the protagonist of this record feels the same way. Like he, he's not familiar with anywhere where he's at. Um, there's also a lot of that, the Seattle thing that gets worked into that too, where it's like, you know, I go on tour for a month and I come back, there's a whole new neighborhood here, you know, <laughs> <laughs> where did this come from? <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so all this plays into this album, the nostalgia you're talking about. Did you, when you, and I, I you know, I, I know you're in a bad place and, and put your phone away. I, I want to be in a good place and put mine away. I feel like I'm chained to it all the time. And, and when you went away and didn't have that, did you purposely run into these old TV shows and try to get back into your childhood or did this, this just happen to you when you were? No, my, no, my, my fall off, my fall off the planet, if you will, was, was intentional. Like I, like I went to, uh, I went to buy, I, you know, I remember going to Silver Platters and buying like a lot of these TV shows um, on DVD. Wow. And I just consumed myself for like six months of just this this old television and listening to like, you know, listening to these really old records, like these Monivani records and Ray Conniff records. And that's all I was consuming at the time. No modern music. Sorry, John. No worries. Sorry, KXP. It's cool. um, no modern music, no modern television, nothing. And, um, but... It was very, I thought it was going to be very therapeutic. Yeah, that's my next question. And it wasn't. Really? It was actually, it was actually, wor- it got worse. It made my everything worse because um, I, it was therapeutic in a way. It, I'm not, I can't say it wasn't at all. It was to a degree, but to a, to a point, to a point where it was unhealthy, where like I'm, because now I'm disconnected from everything and everybody and you know, people are talking about the election and during this time and, you know, but, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I've no idea what's going, going on in the world, you know? Um, what caused you to reconnect? What was, was there a moment? Um, what caused me to reconnect? Yeah. I, I, I just, I think for me, it, honestly, it was, it was part of it was sitting in this recording studio with this album and listening back to my voice, just being like, whoa, this is really heavy. Like, who am I, you know, and what's going on with me? And it really, it really just forced me. This is why I think it's a good thing. This okay. is where, this is where the good happened because I began to really just examine my life and say like, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And, and so going back into the world was really hard. Actually, it was very, it was very difficult. Sure. So well, let's hear the song. It's Marvin Kaplan. Yeah, Marvin Kaplan. All right, here on KEXP, it's Damien Gerardo.
90.3 KEXP, where the music matters. We're here with Damien Gerardo in our performance space, and we are playing songs off the new album uh, in order. He's already played a couple live as well. We appreciate that. And that one, Marvin Kaplan does actually selling him off the off the air here. That sounded a little bit like a theme yeah. to a 70s show. I can see now yeah. what that did to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's funny because I, I was, I was kind of hinting at it, you know, when I did the, uh, did the album. So when you mentioned it, I was like, Yes, this is this is kind of the vibe I'm going for. It's like a sitcom. It's almost like a, like a sitcom theme. Yeah, it it it's because it's such a heavy record at times. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, it that I think allows you gives you an entry into it, mm-hmm. so it never gets too heavy. Too. There's a, yeah. there's a trick in that, and it's great. Um, Damien, you um, you uh, uh, you said you recorded this album a little while ago. Um, you were touring as well. You did a fifty state tour. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, we have put it on hold at the moment. We'll yeah. Put it on hold. Yeah, that's ambitious. But, um, I'll go back to it. Yeah. Did you hit the Delaware? Not yet. That's what I thought. No. Um, <laughs> what a guess. So I, tell me if I'm wrong here, but was this partly, was this inspired by Vandy, Greg Vandy's, uh, his 26 no. songs in 30 days at all? No, no, heard? no, it wasn't. Uh, the, but what inspired you? Sophie on Stevens? Like, no, it was just no, your own. No, just my own thing. It was for me. It was. I'll tell you what. This most of the the it came, the influence for this for that the idea it came for the state tour uh, came from two things. Okay, one, um, my love for nineteen sixties regional garage rock. Okay, Washington has a rich history. Yeah. of garage rock. Um, and when you look at books that talk about this Northwest music scene, thousands of bands, you know, um, but they were so well known in their own state, but not known even in Portland, you know, sometimes. Um, and so I was always fascinated by that whole thing. It was like, you could, you can, but you know, these bands were playing in Yakima and Spokane, Wenatchee and Ellensburg and Bellingham, Yelm. You know, and I just thought, this is so interesting. Today, that's almost unheard of, you know. But there are people, you know, that live in these places that, hey, we have the internet now. You can get music anytime you want. And uh, so there was, it's that sort of influence. And also, you know, in Europe, when, when I, most bands go to Europe, they're in, they're in a country for a good week sometimes. And I just thought, that's interesting. What if we just took this mentality of this, of the, the country and bring it to a state and treat it like the state is its own country and uh, get to know the state mm-hmm. and um, see stuff. Go visit a few farmer's markets or whatever. <laughs> well, you can be in this state. And, uh, you know, For we, a long time. You disco- I discovered a lot of stuff recently. In our yeah. It is a pretty, I mean, I lived in Spokane for years. I, that side I thought covered. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty over there. And then there's, there's just music scenes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah. I, yeah. In the smallest of towns. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can only imagine, especially before the internet, how many of those artists 
I don't know, bigger maybe isn't the right word, but but so many people missed out on their music. Yeah, but obviously, but another influence on that on the decision to do the fifty state tour thing was also because I would meet people on on tour, like I'd say Minneapolis, and they would say, um, you know, it's so good to meet you. Uh, shake hands, and then they say, I drove eight hours to come see you play <laughs> because you're never going to come to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Wow. You know? Or no bands ever come to my town that I really want to see. And I was just like... And you know, you hear this over and over and over again. Yeah. And we're talking like almost every night I'm hearing this. And you just... It gets to you after all. I just like... It, that starts to sink in. And uh, that was another big influence on me for that alone. You know, it's like... Yeah. I'm, People well, that drive six hours to see, to see a band play. Yeah. I don't know if, did you ever drive from Spokane to Seattle? Yeah, see uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The first show ever, every time I saw the Pixies was I got in a car that morning and I must've been 16 and came over and saw them at the Moor. And, you know, it shocked me more than anything was, what were all these people doing here? I'm the only one who knows about the pictures. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I lived in Spokane. Right. And what's even crazier is when you would get a town, uh, band to come in, I remember that same feeling when the Screaming Trees showed up with Love Battery at the Met. And I remember going there with my five friends thinking, it's, honestly, it's going to be us and those weird dudes we met at summer school. Like, right. that was it. <laughs> right. And the it smoker was, section yeah, yeah, at exactly. high school. The stoner dudes were all, and they were. And, um, <clears throat> and Bob from 4,000 Holes, best record store ever. He was there too. Uh, and saw him and saw a room full of people like me. Yeah. And it changed my, it absolutely, totally changed my life to mm. see not just music like that in front of me, but to see that there were other people and I yeah. wasn't alone because yeah. I felt so alone with that music. I was a weirdo, you know, the yeah. weirdo listen to the, you talk, you know, speaking of that, you, you, that story of you and tape, when you were recording tapes, you were recording old KCMU. I was, yeah. Tapes. Yeah. And, and when I moved from, I lived for a time in Grace Harbor, uh, in the coastal town of beautiful Ocean Shores, Washington. Ocean Shores, yeah. Um, I lived there for a good two and a half years and then moved to Seattle in the fall of 88. And I first heard, um, the first song I ever heard on, uh, KCMU then was the premiere of love buzz. That was the very first song I heard. Uh, I kid you not. And, uh, again, that, that was the world premiere of Nirvana without anyone that, really knowing yeah, that was the, that was their only set. That was the only single that Damien, had, uh, or Damien, uh, Kirk Cobain had dropped it off hours before that. Right. And so the first thing you heard was that was single. That. Yeah. Was that single. <laughs> and I remember, and so I would, you know, I would start, I was taping the radio, yeah. you know, and, uh, I had hundreds of cassettes that were just, you know, this is KCMU, you know, uh, better than a, better than a uh, poke in the eye with, with a, a sharp, sharp stick. stick. Yeah. That was one of our IDs. You know? Yes. That's what he's quoting. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's where the music matters. I mean, they're both pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 uh, have a story, uh, uh, about Kurt too. Yeah. Yeah. I have a long story about Kurt. Yeah. Do you have a shorter version? Of it? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, not, I don't. I don't know how I, could, I, I don't know how I could even condense the. Yeah, the, I guess you're right. The story. I'll just tell the story. It's a, it, let, don't tune out. This is it. May just tell the story. Well, I'll, I'll try to. I'll if try to mind. condense this. Okay. this condense this. This story. Um, in uh, when I was living on the coast of Washington, um, I had a really good friend uh, whose dad managed this hotel uh, called the Polynesian Resort. It's still there. You could still stay there. Ocean My kids Shores. and I have stayed there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, he was from California. And in 19, you know, 19, the fall of 86, 87, you know, we're living in a coastal town. Punk rock is not very popular in Ocean Shores, Washington. It just isn't. Um, and that was the year I became, became aware of hardcore and punk rock music. And uh, he, he being from California, um, he also liked punk rock music. And so he was the only guy I knew. This, this friend of mine. And uh, so one day he comes to school with this cassette and it just says black flag and on one side and then the other side it says other stuff. And I was like, whoa, where'd you get this? And, you know, and he said, there's this guy who works at the, the Polynesian. Um, my dad hired to do the janitorial st- stuff. I was like, whoa, can you get more of these? He said, yeah. So, so, um, he goes, I'm going in there after, I'm going to go to the hotel after school. You should meet him. And I said, okay. So go after school, got off the school bus. I'm thinking that there's going to be this like mohawked kid, you know, the leather jacket and spikes. And instead there's this short scrawny guy with long hair who looked like a underweight James Hetfield of Metallica, you know? <laughs> um, and he said, oh, that's him. And I said, where he's like that guy you know he says kurt wow and i was like no way like this guy is not like punk rock music we looked more punk rock than this guy you know (laughs) um and uh so we started talking and he made us more cassettes and um then eventually you know he was fired and uh (laughs) no way (laughs) weird right i know yeah kirk um (laughs) he was fired and then um Eventually, you know, the I no longer had tapes. But at this point, we're ordering, now we're ordering, like, cassettes and things like that. Right. Fanzines from, like, Flipside, Maximum Rock and Roll. And then um, in the fall of 88, when I moved to Seattle and then hearing, you know, Love Buzz for the for that premiere. That's crazy. And um, and there was a, they had announced a show uh, that was happening. And... Uh, uh, I'm gonna say it was a I was I think it was I, I, it was a bottle servers I want to say and and uh, anyway so this band comes out and they just say you know opening is gonna be and I remember I remember the the I still remember the station ID because they you guys were creating station IDs for these shows you know like you know live this Sunday at the Sunset Tavern it's Soundgarden or whatever it is you know right and uh, and I remember you know, I was like you know openings will be this you know Nirvana and uh, I, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted yeah. to see the headlining act. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I go to this show and, and then all of a sudden this, the first band walks out and I was like, <laughs> I know that guy. And I was nervous. That was, that was, that was Kirk, Kirk Cobain. Cobain. And I was like, Whoa, that's so he's in a band. Okay. <laughs> but I knew, I knew he played, I knew he played music then but, because yeah. we had this, we had this like demo of his, horrible band um <laughs> it wasn't good at all actually i didn't like it at all um uh we had that we had that demo and um yeah that was it wow. but then then i saw him play and uh yeah they played love buzz as well and i was like oh okay yeah that guy connection okay okay this. and then yeah it was, that was kind of oh it yeah well, that's a great story it's pretty wild yeah you traded tapes with kurt cobain and ocean Shores. yeah it's pretty weird i did yeah when i learned that um, I thought I knew a lot about you, but that one, 
It's a weird, it's a very strange down. story. Yeah. We are here with Damien Gerardo in our performance space. We are debuting songs from the new album. It's out today, and we're going to play another one right now. Uh, it's called Lou Jean. Lou Jean. Lou Jean. Um, do you want to say something about it? Um, this is kind of like a song. It's, it's a, again, it's like a collage song. It's, it's, it's put together by so much imagery. It's very, it's very, uh, center southwestern centered um the the names of the cities i'm i'm talking about don't exist i just made them up um i was i wrote this song in particular by watching a movie with a sound off uh called the sugarland express with goldie hahn i believe it's steven spielberg's first movie probably film nerds i could be wrong i have no idea but uh uh the imagery is insane in this movie. It's so beautiful to watch. And, um, and I just, I remember I just had the sound off and I would just watch this over and over and over again while I was writing this next song. So the, the imagery of this movie played a huge influence lyrically in what's going on. Uh, and there's also a lot of my, there's also a lot of me in this song too, my past. All right, let's hear it. Steaming Drado here on listener powered KEXP. Here in Rodriguez, the warmth is a lever, a handful of rainfall, a kiss from a stranger who shouts from the terrace. You're all still in danger. I was once you, only here, only younger. I gave up my laughter to pay off. My ransom as I strolled into diners with skies of fluorescent, married to payphones and numbers and stalls. My name is your husband's, his name a last call. Here in Apache, I sat in the front seat, convincing the crosswords to lay here in lowercase. Stop lighting fashion in you in your overcoat, talking of movies and families not seen before. I was kept quiet in the back of a trailer, holding the tapes of songs never heard. Up desert, he smiled and assured me all is not lost, only hidden till later. Here in a lane of the skies, our fireworks show no ticket is needed to enter to step your way down the street. I first met you on you. In your radio, me and my grandmama Dressed in her turquoise And me with Lorraine Walking like ghosts in the frame Blurring the photos You shouted, forget it All is not lost even If you just wait Nighttime Laredo, 
the stars Or stands of the parking lot poems I scrawled into paperbacks This will go nowhere Addressing the atmosphere I was a nobody Talking to tape machines Recording the TV And the sound of my voice Playing it back at half speed Pulling the bed sheets And frames from the walls Searching for peace that was mine It's funny, I look at our engineer to see if the song's about to end. I could ask the artist, he's right next he's to me. He's like, it's done. Is it? Hey, Kevin, do you know if it's done? Because I, <laughs> I feel weird asking Damien. He's like a flick for me. I wouldn't want to do that live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Damien Gerardo, our friend here. And, uh, uh, you know, Damien's been a part of the show for so many years. Created the morning show theme. Um, yeah. But you created it back at KCMU days. And then, I did. And then we asked you to come in when we to became KXP and you redid it. It's been done now maybe 50 different times yeah. by different artists. Yeah, yeah. I played, we're doing this sub pop count up, count down, and I managed to get the, uh, the seven inch that I first played from you. It's still one of my favorite songs from you. It's Trampoline. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love, that song is so messed up. Thank you. And I love it. And Damien, it's very morbid. It is very morbid. And it was funny because we had a kindergarten class come up and they were doing a field trip. And I said, Damien, do you want to play some songs for, for kids? And he, <laughs> and he said, well, I, I can play the trampoline song, but it's about a kid falling off a trampoline and breaking his back. Like, that's perfect. That's perfect. And he dies. Yeah, and he dies. And his friends laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the song. And so we played that for the children, uh, who are now all in college, I'm sure, yeah. by now. Um, but and I got the therapy. chance to play that again, the original 7-inch we still have here. Cool. Thank great. you. So Damien's been a part of the station history for some time, and his new album, uh, I think we can say, is definitely one of his best. Horizon just laughed. It's out today. Uh, tell us about this next song. Is it Florence, Florence Jean? Florence Jean, yep. Florence Jean. Um, this is basically another confessional. I'm confessional. It's more like a personal song. It's um, This is a basically me. <laughs> it's really funny. I, so during this during this period of when I'm writing this album, I'm actually having conversations in my head. This sounds so wild. But I'm having convers- these conversations in my head with the characters on television I'm watching. That's basically what's going on here. Um and I remember one particular morning I woke up and just not feeling so great and feeling like I can't do anything right. I'm letting people down, um, you know, f- fans, the record label, the whole nine yards, what am I doing? And uh, so I, I have this conversation with this character in the show Alice called, her name is Florence Jean Castleberry. And um, so I'm, I'm at the song, I'm talking to her, Dear Florence Jean um, uh, you know, um, I'm trying hard to keep my composure. Um, I'm, uh, you know, um, or to say, I, I'm, so, you know, basically I'm sorry to let you down kind of a thing. You'll hear it in the lyrics. It's, it's kind of a weird song, but it's basically me just being apologetic for being who I am, which is a weirdo. So there you go. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, it's just, it's just basically me just being apologetic, sure. it, it, but even in front of a TV character 
on a on a TV set filmed in the 1970s who doesn't see me. Right. But I I have this really weird thing where I'm just like, you're aware of me right now. I know you can see me. Well, you've you put yourself on a desert island. I mean, if you you, you put yourself yeah. out there, you're going to start talking to a you know a volleyball. You're going to yeah. It, you know yeah. But you never did talk to anyone named Wilson, did you? No. Okay. Good. No. No. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's somebody in the, you know, in the, but in the show that takes place in, in a diner yeah. and on the, sh- on the, on the back wall, there's a payphone, and every season the phone moves locations in the diner, the payphone, And, um, and every time the phone rang, I would wonder if it was me calling the diner, <laughs> like some alternate universe, me, like, is this me? Is this ten-year-old me calling the diner, like looking for me? Like that's this wow. was this was my, this is my state that I was in as I was, you know. Uh, I can assure you, I'm not crazy. No, I. Uh, the, I'm just, I'm just creative. I think I'm just an art. I'm just an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good one. Good save. Good save. But it's true. I mean, I mean, and I, and I, I'm very thankful for this stuff because it it's because of this this period I was living in and, and talking to the television that it it allows me to create albums like yeah. this that that are you know that are now being called my best work, and I'm very thankful for those moments. You know, so let's hear that song and that conversation here on Listener Powered KEXP. Dear Florence Jean, the future is a drag I have to get back to my planet I hate to let you down before the sun goes out Never think I took you for granted express myself I had a way to be honest I had a way to express myself I had a way to be honest Dear Florence Jean, I never had a plan, I cannot seem to get it together Stars fell from the sky Someday so will I Never think I took you for granted Had a way to express myself I had a way to be honest I had a way to express myself I had a way to be honest Florence Jean, they say we'll never land I'm trying hard to keep my composure With numbers into play, heaven on delay We cannot wait around till it happens Had a way to express myself I had a way to be honest express myself I had a way to be honest I had a way to be honest I had a way to be honest 
90.3 KEXP, Where the Music Matters. Damien Dorado, live here in our performance space. I want to thank everybody who donated and is hanging out. Again, they donated money, Damien, not blood. We could do both. Though you should. Today. It's very important. Blood yeah. Bank could use your help. Yeah. It's our PSA. Thank you for coming. Um, so you also uh, got vinyl for all the... Yeah, everybody, got, everybody got free records Yeah, it's today. a beautiful record. I heard you talking a little bit off the mic, just really quick about the... the the design. The design. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted some that's very, you know, uh, iconic. To me, it's iconic. It's, it's, uh, I also just wanted something that's also very timeless. And, uh, uh, yeah, I reached out to my friend Marcus, who lives in Leeds, uh, England, and I just said, I, I really love your work, and I want to um, use it. And what do you think? And he came up with these all these images and a lot of his work, um, a lot of his work is, is like of staircases of houses of incidents of his neighborhood. He doesn't take a lot of photos of people. Um, but yeah, I just wanted something that's very like iconic and timeless for this album. Um, I also knew it. I also knew it. I didn't want to be on the front cover uh, either. Um, so that's kind of where the whole thing, you know, kind of, stems from really um yeah i want to do something that's just just like fits. timeless yeah, yeah it, it fits, fits the music yeah, I think yeah so. it's great all right we have one more track from it the last track mm-hmm. and when you did track this release um and and record it i i assume being a, a fan of albums and a fan of a story it wasn't on accident the order it wasn't there was a no so in fact when we so every song that you hear that is that's how we recorded it that's that is the order that we recorded it in and usually sequencing an album is uh, a nightmare for me but when we were playing the album back in the studio i just said i just got kind of used to hearing the, the songs in this order okay so i was like i like this order a lot you said let's keep let's keep it and that's kind of how it oh, works. All right, talk about yeah. the last track then. Random Fearless. Random Fearless is um, the last track on this on this album. Random Fearless was sort of like the the sort of n- nickname I get, sort of gave myself during this time. Um, I talk about going to the grocery store. Um, I was going to the grocery store a lot during this time. During this, time. I go anyways a lot, but this time, especially during this time, I was going a lot there a lot and. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, just doing, I don't know, random weird things. Like, why am I going to the grocery store for the seventh time today <laughs> to pick up only, you know, one thing, uh, that I don't even need. You know, it's probably still in my cupboard right now, actually. Um, but yeah, random fearless. It's, it's also, it's also, um, it's also an interesting play on lyrically and how sometimes, you know, we as music listeners, although we don't want to admit it, sometimes we're kind of waiting for the other shoe to fall on these artists that we admire and that may be a little off the rails, you know? Um, and that's kind of a sad thing. And then, you know, so that's kind of what this, this song is, is a little bit about, um, not just about me, but a lot of other people that I even admired in the past, uh, personal friends of mine who didn't make it and uh so there's a lot of me in this song there's also a lot of them in this song as well but this is how the this is how the album ends unfortunately because it's it's kind of a dark ending but it's a very dark ending 
<laughs> sorry, everybody, but I'm not sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, here it is on here it is, random KEXP. of the ceiling Cut yourself You don't mind that you're bleeding Take away All of the pain you're feeling Don't worry It's a long, long way The jokers believe it Cut yourself You don't mind that you're singing Hit rewind So we don't miss when you're dying Record's over. Record's over. Goodbye. No, we have another song to get to. Damien Dorado is here in our studios. He's going to play a live track. And before you do, Damien, you're playing live music. So a tour, I would assume, is is going to be happening. Yeah, it's uh, leaving on um, Tuesday to make a make the drive out to Minneapolis. I have a um, start. The tour starts for me on my own with um, Father John Misty. Oh, good. Uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. And the next day, I'm flying back up to meet Josh and a few other friends in Minneapolis. Uh, 7th Street entry. And then, yeah, kind of do the rest of America. And then uh, the East Coast part ends in New York. And then we end up on the West Coast. You'll be in Seattle. I'll be in Seattle. Yeah, I believe it's June 4th, I remember. If I'm, it's June 2nd. Never mind. June 2nd. Don't listen to me. It's a June 2nd at St. Mark's Cathedral. Cool. Well, I'm sure there'll yeah. be a lot of a lot of friends and family at that show as well. Yeah. 
All right, Damien Gerardo, uh, thank you again for being here. And uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. It's thank been you. Really fun. Thanks for coming out to the yeah, show. Thank, thank thanks for being here, everybody. And uh, we got a live song now. This one's unreleased. This is not seen the light of day, right? Is that true? No, is this it? is this is not. No, I've never played this song. Wow. Um, like in a live setting. So okay. So um, yeah, the song's called "Birds Tricked Into the Trees." This is the this is the uh, KXP premiere. enjoyed it we did i had a good time we're always doing new stuff you thank know. you for uh, having me yeah of course and uh, again can't re- uh, clearly can't recommend this album enough the horizon just laughed a huge thank you to our video team here kevin suggs back there and owen for helping put this all together and Lindsay and damien and everybody who was involved in uh in coltrane this, and josh and yeah <laughs> coltrane's back there yeah and Hi, coltrane. Uh, <laughs> it's like my my dad's playing right now <laughs> so good uh, we love it. And thank you again. Good luck on the tour. And uh, we'll see you back here in Seattle in June. Thank you. All right. This is 90.3 KEXP in Seattle.